Husker fans, thank you so much for being here. I know it's a little cold and windy, but we appreciate your support and for being here. I want to thank the Touchdown Club. Thank you guys for your support and all you do for Nebraska football. Most importantly, I want to thank you, Frank and Pam and the Solich family for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, a former player, former assistant coach, and head coach of your Nebraska Cornhuskers, Mr. Frank Solich. But tonight is about another guy. Tonight is about another guy, not Frank. Stop. Not Frank. <laughs> oh, like that. So many responses to folks on Twitter who say we've ruined them, like they were just waiting for Trev to just talk about how proud he was of Frank. Yes. And the, and the crowd for battling through the elements and all the adversity. It, you just were expecting a lot of, a lot of, Proud's being dropped, and then you ex a part of me expected, but tonight's about another guy. Even in the midst of honoring Frank, somehow it would be about another guy. It's about another guy. What a day. How about that? How, how about day, that? Memorial Were Stadium. you locked I mean, in? I was watching the Colorado game. But today <laughs> is about another game. But tonight is about another guy. <laughs> The Colorado Spring Game. No, I was um, actually returned home a little late uh, from the old ball fields and the, had to record the Nebraska Spring Game. I was late to it, so I had to record the 11 o'clock version late at night and and made sure we I, I watched at least a half. Yeah. You, know? I, you, you, saw, you saw about all you needed to see. It was really nice to have a little bit of a certain little something as your color commentator. Tonight's specials, the chef is just thrilled to offer you, and only you, a nice side of Jeremiah Searles. I knew that's where you're going with it. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. It's, it's a side dish. You know, Jeremiah Searles does sound like a pasta dish. That you would have at a fancy Italian restaurant. Would right. you like the? We have the steak. We have the <laughs> uh, the prime rib. Or you can have a little. If you want to go off the beaten path, you can have a little Jeremiah. <laughs> Former offensive tackle at Nebraska. Right. Did a good job. Did a good job. I want to play for you something because. Uh oh. Once you no 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 you know when you you no. get in front of the mic you put on the headset you are open season for the Chicken Nick show okay uh, I just I watched it I thought he did good he He's and Larry, Larry Putney things. does a great job just good people I love me some Larry Putney right. boy uh -oh. me and oh Larry Putney we tight okay that's probably not true <laughs> probably overstating that just a little bit Larry Putney but I heard this and I was like Mike goodness is he going to be the starter i mean there's no question about it. i was unaware of this about jeff sims but i want you to listen 
Sims. Sims is a guy that's really going to be in the battle for quarterback one. I mean, he has the ability there. You see it. He had 4,400 yards passing last year, over 1,100 rushing. I mean, he's a true dual threat. Coach Rule talked about he wants a quarterback that can threaten with his legs to make. Okay. Oh. Those stats in one season. 4,400 yards passing last year, over 1,100 rushing. Okay, 4,400 passing yards last year in 1,100 rushing. rushing yards. He almost was 44,000. Which would have, 44,000 is a lot of passing yards in one season. And I go back, who won the Heisman uh, last year? Who was the Heisman Trophy winner? Well, it, it should have been Jeff Sims, apparently. So I want to go back here. Caleb Williams, USC, Heisman. Yeah, stats. What, what, stats. what did Caleb have last year, huh? Caleb Williams last year, 4,500 passing yards. I do not see the rushing. I'm trying to pull but it up, too. I see rushing. Jeff's, he had three. Is it possible they only had 382 yards rushing? Is that possible? That's possible. He had, yep. What I'm looking so at is 382 yards. Last year, 4,500 passing yards. Jeff Sims, 4,400 passing yards. And nearly 1200 rushing yards how did this team only win five games and how was he not the the you know the the full-time starter he needed forty-four thousand yards to really seize control of things you know what i'm saying of course of course the graphic was about his career uh at georgia tech which again we're just nitpicking we're just nitpicking i just i was looking down i was like wow he would and i looked up like oh he meant the career yeah that's right 23 starts not 12 but no, not forty four hundred yards last year. I meant it for his career. Apologize. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was a uh, Montana, and I was thinking I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. Great. So, yeah, that's what he meant. I like the conversation of of Jeff Jeff Sims about how, you know, he's got the inside track. I mean, he's the only guy who could start that actually played and was healthy in the spring. Right, right. You think Heinrich Harburg is going to beat him out? I don't think so. I mean, I thought Casey Thompson was going to be the guy, but then you watch the spring game, you're like, well, in the eyes of a new head coach, both quarterbacks are starting at zero, and Jeff Sims is the only one who added to the ledger this spring. That's true. That is that is true. I guess we'll see. We'll see if uh, Casey Thompson. Can I'm, make a I'm still here Team Casey. I'm, st- I'm, with you. I'm still Team Casey. I think he's the guy. But Jeff Sims looks solid, right? He looked like he was doing some good things. He has some throws he wish he could have back. For the most part, he's doing some good things. But but tonight is about another quarterback. But tonight is about another guy. Ah! No, he did. He was doing. He was fine. He was fine. He was fine. They was getting a fumble game right, though, boy. Reminded me of the Iowa State game. It was. It was, it was, you know, honoring. We are honoring Frank. Tonight, we're honoring Frank Solich. <laughs> and we're also honoring games in Nebraska history that nobody forget. I know a lot of you are expecting the 94 Orange Bowl or the, uh, the, the classic, you know, 78 Oklahoma game. Coach Osborne's first win over Oklahoma. But we have decided to go off the beaten path. We're going 2009 Iowa State game at home. The Paul Rhodes game, eight turnovers. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy eight fumbles today. <laughs> like we talked about last week, 
with the ideas for the spring game. Have them remember old stuff to go, you know what? This thing's going to be better than this. Right? That's right. Be yeah. You 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 have a bunch of games. See, this this is what we're missing. You write a bu- everybody writes a game on a little piece of paper. You fold it up, you put it in a hat. Matt Rule draws out one game, and you're like, 2009 Iowa State. Tell me about that game. Eight turnovers? Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Like, you got to honor it in one way or the other. Speaking of honor, and we, we joke about this, the fact that Matt Rule continues to win in everything he does. Right. What did we joke about when he took the the podium? When he was talking about the walk, what did he say? He talk about the walk on program, right? The, Getting under, yeah, yeah, right. The I, black shirts, right? Like hitting everything, and then of course his first spring game. Of course, he gets to honor Frank Solich. Like this Frank Solich curse has been hanging over the program for years, and and he gets to be the guy to break it. He gets to got to be the guy. To break it. And not only that, what does he do? We talked about, like, just the things that he's saying. What was it like with Marcus Satterfield? What were the things Marcus Satterfield Oh, he talked about getting huddling up, wanting to huddle up, wanting to get under center, wanting to use the fullback, wanting to run the football. Like, he all things that people just, like, pandering to the audience That's bad, right. right? Pandering to, like... Just you might as well win everyone over before right. you lose some games. Yes, right? yes, right. We're listen. We're going out there. We're trying to find the next Macavica brothers, right? <laughs> That's what we want. When we're hitting the recruiting trail, it's not about four star, five star, whatever. We want Macavica type players. People are like yes, hell yes. That was Satterfield. Is there anything more? I'm going to put this on the poll. Is there anything more pandering to the Husker fan base than the first play of the spring game? Handing off to the fullback. But they go up the middle right away to the fullback, and there is a nod to Frank Solich. Oh, the you, fullback first play. Oh, the offensive line in me is just loving that. <laughs> okay. It is pretty amazing, uh, though. It's incredible. It, it is pretty amazing, though, that here we are in the year 2023, and a fullback dive is like a gimmicky, like, yeah, but wouldn't it be hilarious? <laughs> Hear me up if we ran a fullback dive to start the game. Somewhere Corey Schlesinger is like, you guys think that's funny, huh? You think that's uh guy's a bunch of stand-up comedians, huh? Think this is all a joke. Fullback dive. Really, all really, crazy. Really bittersweet moment for Steve Crewald. Could have used this. Where was this, huh? You know, I did that. I ran for 30-plus yards in that blowout loss to Oklahoma. Come on. Set us up for a field goal, avoided the shutout. <laughs> so not only that, not only do they do the the fullback trap, they're in the for, for the first play of Matt Rule's first spring game. Then he takes the football right. and walks it to the sideline and hands it. To Frank Solich, one of the most beloved figures in Husker football history, who is welcome back now and decided, yeah, I'll come back now that it's all right and good, and I'll be honored here. They hand him the football, and he's standing next to Trev Alberts on the sideline. Just loving that, using a fullback off the rib. Coach Rules talked about bringing a fullback back into this offense a little bit. So, you know, we're going to see a little bit of everything today. I love that Coach Rules also just right in there spotting the ball. Look at him. He's just in the thick of it. 
And look at the football going to Frank Solich, old number 45, the Husker fullback who the story is in order to show the coach he was heavy enough to play football, he wore ankle weights for his way in. That's incredible. Such a great thing. You'll see 45 painted there on the lines to the 45-yard line to honor Coach Frank there. It's in a great moment, him and Alberts. I'm telling you, I, I don't know what could be more. And again, I'm not even saying it's not a it's a great thing. Yes, but it, it can is. be a great thing, and it can be a salute to the past and the tradition and all that. And it can also be the most pandering thing to a fan base to continue to win them over and go, you like this, huh? You like us. You try You try not to like us. You love us. And you're falling in love with us. And, in fact, we're getting married. It's, I mean, it is like the cup is full of people completely <laughs> loving Rule, and he just continues to pour out Matt Rule Kool-Aid into this cup that's overflowing. At, at that moment, Husker fans were drowning. They, they were almost dying as they were drowning in Matt Rule Kool-Aid. Like, oh, God, he's got to do a fullback diamond. Oh, Frank, oh, oh. <laughs> Frank Dolan. <laughs> I love it. Tell my mother I love Matt Rule. <laughs> Drinking from the fire hose of big red Kool-Aid. Yes. With a little dose of Frank Solich. Oh. Stirred it. In, you get the Solich stick. You're stirring up the big red Kool-Aid. And if a they Trev go Albert's to garment. I mean, yes, it's just amazing. <laughs> they go to Minnesota and lose that game. Maybe they go to Colorado and lose to Prime. How dare you? Maybe it happens. Oh, it could easily happen. You could always look back and go, but you remember we ran the fullback Dive in the spring game, handed the ball to Frank, right? Need I remind you, I brought Frank Solich back. I know we're 0-2. We've lost 78 nothing two straight games. But I ran a fullback dive in the spring game, handed the ball to Frank Solich. Like, I think at the at bare minimum, that should buy me a couple years, right? No? Yeah, okay. It's so true about the Kool-Aid. It's like, oh, come on, let's go watch the spring game. You're sitting there. Oh, gosh, I really like this. Look great. Oh, they're doing the tunnel walk. Oh, Frank's coming out. This is great. Oh, fullback. He's hiding the ball. The Frank's. He just had the ball. Every, every, half the stadium just <laughs> collapsed. It's completely collapsed. Do you remember? You remember? You remember? Spring game nearly 20 years ago. 2004. Oh, yeah. Bill Callahan does four or five motions. Yes. And everyone in the stands, I'm I'm there on the sideline. I remember I was like, there. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 And it, and it was an incomplete pass over the middle. Yeah. But people stood and applauded because finally we're turning the page on that old crusty dirty dusty tradition of Nebraska football. Get that I-formation out of here. We're going West Coast. Nearly 20 years later, a fullback dive gets you a standing ovation from Nebraska. Isn't that, that's an amazing way to frame it. The bookends of, of the two spring games, two decades apart from each other, and how what once was laughable becomes 
an amazing gesture and an amazing symbol of this guy gets it. Right? Firing Frank, running a bunch of shifts, to honoring Frank by running a fullback dive. We have literally we have we have literally gone full circle. Like the the circle of life has completed. Get Frank out of here. We need to become more of a passing creative West Coast offense. Twenty years later, Frank's back, fullback trap, all is right again. What were we doing the last twenty years? It's amazing. That's that's such a good I that is a great observation. That is so spot on. That is so spot on. Incredible. Like, just a perfect end. Like, that is just a complete circle. Like, that is it. We were on a track. You ran all the way around, and you were back to the where you started. The first spring game without him. The first spring game with him. Yep. We're right back where we started. It is the, the epitome of the more things change, the more they stay the same. Right. Right. And that's where we're at. I did, I did, so, I did, I did enjoy it. Did you like Frank getting honored at half? I liked Frank getting honored at half. That was great, wasn't it? Frank Solich. You guys said, Frank, you got the whole halftime, man. And he's like, 48 seconds, I'm good. What I like about Frank? Frank, I would buy a, a CD, yes. I would buy a CD of, like, motivational speeches from Frank Solich. Like, hi, how you doing? It's the morning, and you should... Go get it today, all right? So go get them today and make sure you do your best today. You're like, right! Yes! I love how he ended. Did you catch how he ended his whole speech? Let's let's listen. I want to wish Coach Rule a great year. So uh, what do you what do you say? Uh, let's go big red, huh? All right, baby. Clearly, Frank Solich had not prepared much of a speech and got up there, and God love him, at the end, like, so what do you say? Uh, what do, what do what you guys say, say yeah. here? It's been so long. What was that? Uh, uh, something about red, and it was red something, right? What was it? It was, what do you guys say here? Let's. What do you say we uh, go, go big red? No? Like, that's what it felt like. So uh, what do you what do you say? Uh, let's go big red, huh? All right, baby. We did get a baby in there, and as someone that loves to work okay. in a baby, I would like to ask, and I'll put this on the poll: Who said who used the word "baby" better in a public setting? Nick Ba, what's going on, baby? Or Frank Solich? All right, baby. And slow it up. Six minutes to go. Jays by 15. Long pass into the front court. R2 wants a three. Boom! Boom! Uh, And then the one from Frank, which was just as adamant and just as boisterous and just as full of energy in life. So uh, what do you you say? Uh, Let's go Big Red, huh? All right, baby. (laughs) All right, baby. All right, baby. I don't know if Frank's ever said, all right, baby. All right, baby. He's pretty buttoned up. He is. A baby A baby is letting it loose a little bit. You know, maybe Frank tailgated. Did Frank tailgate? There's a poll. All right. Did Frank tailgate, and is baby letting it loose a little bit? Also be some questions. Oh. 
Can you picture Tom Osborne and Frank Solich like approaching their wives at a bar? Like, how are you guys doing? We saw you from across the way. This is my friend Frank. Frank, say hello. Hey, baby. All right, baby. <laughs> Could I interest you in, you know, some majors like baseball, guys on bicycles, and Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. New Major League Baseball. It is from Tom Osborne to Frank Solich, two legends of the game, and two of maybe the more boring speakers that you will have, and still won. Right. Like, still won. That Clearly, there was a foundation that was very strong there right. but in it order seems to win like- without being told to, you know, light your hair on fire. But it almost, I don't know if it, you know, because the, the, the coaches of yesteryear certainly had personality, you know. Right. Uh, but at the same time, it feels like over the course of the last 10, 15 years, 20 years, like having charisma, having all those things feel like it's a huge part of being a coach. And Frank and T.O. were just like, and there are a lot of different ways to to characterize charisma and all that stuff, but like in, in terms of getting up and giving giving a rousing speech, those guys just aren't really built like that. You're not going to invite them right now, and especially now. But even you know to you know to speak at a business conference to fire up your sales team right. or whatever like Gotta that. Go just, down, you know, they- make some cold calls. <laughs> Major league cold calls. <laughs> New Major League Baseball. You know, when you're shoring up a deal, you know, this is a big deal. (laughs) This is a big deal. When you see your first quarter earning reports, you're going to want to celebrate with guys on bicycles going off of ramps and doing backflips. Guys on bicycles that go off ramps and do backflips. And the way I close every call is, all right, let's, all right, baby. That's my secret line. All right, baby. <laughs> For just ninety nine ninety nine a month, you can get the full catalog of Coach Osborne's and Frank Solich's sales tips. <laughs> Major League Cold Calls is what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, also, can we talk about a big gangster? Tom Osborne is. Everybody's all bundled up and freezing. T.O. is in a red blazer. Just not even cold at all. Homeboy has been hunting and fishing out in the cold. I mean, you think like 42 and a little little gust is going to take T.O. down. You lie! Look, juxtapose T.O. with who he was standing behind, Frank's wife. Yes. I mean, you couldn't have... She she was a she little looked, cold. She was a little chilly. Julie was a little chilly. She looked like she was, you know, ready to hibernate for the winter. Yes. Like it looked right. <laughs> she's like, of course they had to honor you on a cold spring. They couldn't honor you in September. Re- really, like, Frank? Or she, oh, we're going to Nebraska. I thought you said Alaska. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. Knew there was an Aska in there. Oh, my bad. September 4th. I think I gave you too much time. I mean, it's quite the... um, She was cold in a mug, though, wasn't she? She, All right, I'll put it on the poll. Was (laughs) Julie 
colder than a mug <laughs> out there. Major League Cold Calls. Major League Cold Calls, Major League Hoodie, Major League Sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Lordy, she Lordy. She's not going to take that hoodie off. So <laughs> this is the spring game analysis that people come here for. It's yeah. not how did Jeff Sims look or what about this run game? It's, Major you know, Cold Frank Calls. fired up the call. How would Frank and T.O. do? Selling a book on how to close the deal. The art of the deal. The art of the big deal. The art of the big deal. This is a big deal. Major League Cold Calls. New Major League Baseball. I'll I'll put that on the poll. Would you buy a, a business book, selling book, written by T.O.? called Major League Cold Calls. <laughs> That's how he had to recruit back in the day. That's it. You didn't you had to cold call people, okay? He's ah, experienced. Looking at that. your huddle highlights and texting. Yeah. Cold call. Cold call these people. You know, it was a low scoring game, so I don't think we got too many touchdowns. There were not too many touchdowns. Jeff Sims on the center snap back gonna hand off to the fullback. He's at the he's at the forty two to forty three. It's a game to three. And Frank Solich is gonna get the game ball. If Matt Rule was actually doing it correctly, he should have said, guys, we want the first play to be a fullback dive, and he needs to be tackled at the 45-yard line by number 45. Can we do this? Can we uh, can we arrange this? Is this too much to ask? I don't think it is. <laughs> These numbers have got to align. we got to get rid of the Solich curve. Or they should have Jack Hoffman it and like let the fullback run all the way for a touchdown <laughs> and let Greg Sharp give the, the touchdown call. Right? Should, should they have let the fullback Jack Hoffman it that'd have been another way to bring it all back bring jack back let him line up in the fullback let him carry that thing you just sort of combined there would have been a cat bo polini holding a cat in the end zone would have had the great and then jamal turner would have done a flip into the end zone right as the fullback was going in there like we just would have gotten all of the greatest things that happened over the course of the last 20 years at spring game in in a mega mix how about when Frank Solich walked out in the field out of the tunnel, should he have been carrying a cat? That's the real way to break the curse. You want to make sure you broke the curse? Carry a cat. And a heavy, really thick offensive playbook. Yes. Get rid of Callahan. All right, quick time out to tell you about a Peerless Energy Systems. They're the leading American manufacturer of air compressors. And here's the thing, Chick. You may hear the name peerless and you may go okay i when you hear peerless what do you think of what's the first thing you think of the first thing i think of is former buffalo bills wide receiver peerless price well here's the thing the owner of peerless energy systems ed mcmorrow was watching the 1998 orange bowl nebraska tennessee and before right. he was a buffalo bill peerless price was a tennessee volunteer That's peerless correct. price was interviewed on the sidelines was asked what his name meant and he said it means quote without equal that motto stuck with Ed, and when the company was launched in 1999, just one year later, he wanted to create a company that was without equal in the industry. So, boom, Peerless Energy Systems was born. They are the Solaire authorized distributor for Nebraska and Iowa. Solaire is the leading American manufacturer of air compressors. They're located in Michigan City, Indiana, Chicagoland. 
They go to market via local distributors and make some of the best air compressors and ancillary compressed air equipment in the industry. So Peerless Energy Systems, their core values, reliable, dedicated, and responsible. Let me tell you something. One of the men responsible for and involved in Peerless Energy Systems, our buddy Josh. That's right. So we would say, Josh, remember, he and his son quoted the show at the Bar Mitzvah. He was at the live show. We always say, support those who support us. Josh is supporting the show. He's been an avid listener for years, he and his family. So support Peerless Energy System. Josh, I would say Peerless has the core values. I would say Josh has those too. He's reliable, he's dedicated, and he's responsive to the Schick and Dick show. But with Peerless... Here's what you get with those three core values. They're locally owned and operated. They have certified compressed air auditors on staff. They have a large local dedicated rental department and 24-hour emergency response for service parts and rental equipment. It's what you get with Peerless Energy Systems. Peerless Energy Systems. For more information, go to peerlessenergy.com. Support those who support us. Peerless Energy, proud sponsor of the Chicken Nick Show. So... I want to tell you something before we I mean, we have some more things to do here, but something is happening here with the show that no one could have foreseen. If you would have said, you know, a year ago that there would be a Fairbury takeover yeah. of this show, I'm not sure anyone would have believed you, but this is where we're at. And, of course, it all started with this. We just didn't get off blocks and uh, make enough plays on defense. Period. I mean, it has nothing to do with scheme. I mean, I think the scheme is fine. I mean, it, we had missed tackles because we had guys there. We just got to make the tackles. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. Matt Cotney had to get the read in at the end of the Nebraska game during the, the Northwestern game. After that loss overseas, had to wedge in the very excitable read. So as Jay excited. Foreman is giving the eulogy of Nebraska football. <laughs> and it's something that just by chance, I heard it in the post, just by chance. Like, I wasn't even planning on listening to the post game. Yeah, I want to hear what they have to say. And it caught my eye, my ear, my attention. <laughs> and I remember when we played that on the show, it created this, this groundswell of this is the greatest Live read, of and it time. it also started with with you when you were hosting your own show. Yeah, when we everything was sponsored. Right, right? I, I had the whole bit of of just a million different sponsorships. It'd be a pregame conversation with the coach. You'd ask one coach, they'd give like two a two word answer, and then you'd have like five more sponsorships, and you'd throw it to break. As just you know, kind of my smart smart yeah, aleck way of of making fun of things i'll be bo polini or scott frost you be yes, welcome right. us be yes, great right, right, welcome right. us from break i'll answer right. the question okay then. okay okay here we go welcome back to the dorothy lynch nebraska football coaches pregame show pregame conversation with coach matt schick is brought to you by pepsi when you're thirsty you reach for an ice cold pepsi coach schick how was the week of practice well, it, it was good. I thought we got a lot of work done, and looking forward to today. Well, Nebraska Soybean Board served farmers for over 14 years as the leading industrial service provider for all soybean farmers in Nebraska. More of our pregame conversation with Coach Schick after the break. You're listening to Big Red Football. <laughs> You're stuck on I-80. You're like, this is tight. <laughs> and for those who couldn't see it. Yeah. 
Nick, Nick put the, his hands on a steering wheel looking straight out the windshield of the car going, this is tight. It looked like you were trying to drive a semi-truck. Like, this is, <laughs> this is kind of content I want right here. This is great. I got eight words from the coach and 38,000 advertisements. So the Fairbury thing took a lot of a lot of steam and it just went crazy <laughs> and so i can't tell you exactly what's going on behind the scenes because nothing is official yet but i did i was given the directive to tweet out to send out a video a call to action is what we call it in the business okay that's in the major league cold calls book by the way <laughs> call to action sorry shameless plug coach osberg get out of here i apologize So I gave a call to action to give your Fairbury read at Memorial Stadium or at your tailgate or wherever. And just said, feel free to do your thing. Put your spite. Yeah, right. Tag the show. And the responses, and you send that out, you're like, I don't know what we're going to get. We got, there were a handful, we got, got, you know, a couple dozen of them, but. Some of these were really especially good because of either their impression or what they did to the hot dog or what they were doing in the midst of it or how they presented it. I encourage you to go to the Schick and Nick Show Twitter page, at Schick Nick Show, because we retweeted about four or five of these. The first one is, I want to, if you haven't seen it, if you're just listening to this for the first time, I want you to picture... Joe Scanlon from KSNB, Uncle Joe Scanlon. Uncle Joe. With some pretty good seats. Looks like he's about eh, probably goal line straight up uh, on the, was that the west side of the stadium? Looks like it. I think so. And he's, <laughs> it's well framed. There's maybe with a photographer. I don't know. Alyssa's probably with him. <laughs> I, I can only assume Alyssa, Travis, and Uncle Joe go. They live in a three-bedroom apartment, and they go everywhere together. That has Nothing to be but sideline seats. <laughs> Nothing but rim. So he's sitting there, and it looks like he's filming a commercial. He's holding the hot dog, and he says this. Nothing goes <laughs> better with Husker football than Fairberry. <laughs> Uncle Joe. Okay, Uncle so camera, Joe. Yeah, goes Uncle Joe. Joe turns to the crowd. Was that the field. actually Matt Davison? <laughs> that sounded a little bit like Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Joe. Yeah, Matt Davison was holding the phone in a full circle moment. I love that no one. It looks like nobody even. Uh, you got to respect Nebraska fans and their respect for people that are excited about Fairbury hot dogs. Some guy is standing up. <laughs> Screaming about Fairbury hot dogs, and no one even turns. Like no one even turns to look at this guy. It's like, yeah, it's just a guy that's excited about Fairbury. Been excited about Fairbury for a long time. It's like, aren't we all? Uh, I wish I, I, I wish, should do that too. I, I already ate my hot dog. I would have stood up and done the same thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> then we have this guy, John, who tweeted. We just said tag the show. He tagged the show. He tagged Matt Cotney. He tagged me. He tagged Where you. He tagged, he tagged Fairbury hot dog. Fairbury has no clue what they've gotten into here. Okay? No, they, yeah. But this is, you don't see the person, but you see the hot dog being held 
essentially under a dispenser. Yeah, I can. Yeah, he I'm watching does, it. Listen to this. He does the Coatney breath, and then as he's finishing it, he puts a pound of mustard on this thing. Listen here. <gasps> Nothing goes better with Husker football than Fairberry. Okay. The the sucking in of all of the oxygen in the stadium, followed by globs of mustard, was just a chef's kiss moment that has gotten a lot of engagement. I Twitter. cannot tell you how much mustard is on that hot dog. <laughs> it's a lot of mustard. I, I played that. I showed this to like my 12-year-old son, Cohen. He doesn't really know what's going on, right. but he was crying. He liked at it? All the mustard okay. on, oh, my gosh. It is like, so much is, mustard. I, we, had to, we had to watch it. He's cutting the mustard. and then there was another uh, and this must be John's kids it it must be because he tweeted it again tweeted at the show at Nick at Coatney at me at right it is the same guy yeah and I'm just going to assume it's his kids (sighs) let's hope so let's hope he didn't recruit some children you know right but it's a it's a girl and a boy. They can't be – the girl can't be older than 12, oh, no 13. The, yeah. girl, the boy can't be older than 9, 10. Like, I'm in the ballpark there, okay? And she has a hot dog with no bun. She's obviously one of these people I'm not – I'm watching my carbs or I just – I like the cleanliness of the hot dog. Whatever no it is. She's got the Fairberry in her hands, and she just starts spouting off – about Fairberry, and we tweeted it saying she is a savage. Here's what it sounds like. And takes a, it's like a, a caveman biting a drumstick, a chicken drumstick. It is, it is a, sl- a snap into a Slim Jim sort of yeah. motion where she is just crushing the Fairberry hot dog. Hysterical. Fantastic. And then we had some others. Joe tweeted this one in. It's a, it looks like a pair, a set of siblings that are, you know. Nothing goes better with Husker's sports than Fairbanks. <laughs> <laughs> they start laughing. Couldn't even go the full five seconds. And then. They harmonized really well. Can I just say they did a really, that was excellent. Like they're at the was. same pitch. That was well done. And then John comes back again. <laughs> This is a selfie video. He is leaning into this. He's got the family. He's got, he's shown the hot dog. But he comes back with a selfie video, and I'm listening to this. I'm like, oh, my goodness. He's ordering it at the counter at the stadium. You can hear the person who's going to serve him his food say, what can I get for you? And he's just got the camera on himself, does the inhale, and does the line. What can I get for you? Nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairberry. <laughs> that thing was hysterical. John, John's commitment. Nobody's ever been been more committed to anything in the world than John is to the Fairberry bit. All right. I'll put that on the poll. Has anyone been more committed to anything in the world than John was to the Fairberry bit? Uh, Mike had this one. Uh, Mike, a little selfie. Husker Nation, chicken dip. Nothing goes better with Nebraska football. Fairberry. Yeah. Yeah. And he put, yeah, Brody. And he puts the hot dog right to the camera, and he's got tons of mustard in there. But you know, you know what his commitment? 
Do you hear what music was going on in the background? It's the tunnel walk, my friends. And he's still, he is choosing Fairberry and Chicken Nick over the tunnel walk. I'll put that on the poll. Would you choose Fairberry and the Chicken Nick show over the tunnel walk? Mike did. Say. Mike did. So, okay. we can't tell you everything, but um, uh, safe to say that perhaps in the very near future, we might be the hot dog on the Fairberry bun. I like what you did there. I do like what and, you did uh, there. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you all to <laughs> got some good feedback from the uh, the spring game ideas that we were like 10 years old from last week. Um, I think they should incorporate those. Quick time out here on the Chicken Nick Show podcast to tell you about our friends at Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to seventy-two. dollars Months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC-DBA. Currency pursuant to CFL License 60-DBO-54873. Nailed it. Rack them. Colorado Spring Game. We touched on it earlier. How'd I it can go? recall calling the Spring Game... On the student radio station, this would have been not 09-010, but maybe... How dare you? I'd say 1999-2000-ish. Urinebomb Radio. You're listening to <laughs> the Student Urinebomb Radio Show. Here's your host, Matt Schick. Yeah, here with uh, Coach Deion Sanders. Coach, uh, what'd you think of the game? Well, I thought it was great. All right, this uh, Coach interview brought to you by Slash Tires of Colorado. <laughs> You get a flat so, tire because you're an out-of-stater. <laughs> Go to flattires.com. And I can recall calling it from the student radio, and we approached the flagship station, 850K away, and said, hey, we'd like to call the game. I'm like, sure, have at it. And they, gave, they loaned us a producer. They loaned us some equipment, and we got to broadcast it. And they even put it, like, in the Denver Post or Rocky Mountain News in this little, you know, when they previewed the spring game, in a little box – Matt Schick, Wade Wimmer, who was my color guy, and you know they're going to call this spring game KVCU. Here's where you can find it, 11:90 a.m. Like, whoa, this wow. is incredible! Yeah, and like 300 people showed up to the game, and now <sighs> nearly 25 years later, it's sold out, and it's the only spring game that was televised on ESPN. And I didn't, even, I didn't even get to call the game, but it's fine. No ill will. Who called the game? Well, it was Chris Fowler, you know, and I would argue he might be bigger than me. I could have done sideline. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear. I will take Matt Chick over Chris Fowler. (laughs) Okay. Do I have to put that on the phone? I mean, I think you might have to. Matt Chick over Chris Fowler. I don't even want to put it on the phone. Don't do it. Don't don't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Don't ask rhetorical questions. (laughs) Right? But. Pretty incredible. That is amazing. uh, What's going on there with with Prime and who knows? I know uh, 
I think it was Zadiska, Rob Zadiska, put it on Twitter saying, how long is this going to last if he if he doesn't win? Does it last two to three years? If he does win, is it two to three years? Like, does he leave? Right, who the heck knows? Whatever. Deal with it. Cross yeah. that bridge when you come to it. They won one game last year, and they sold out the spring game. We'll worry about tomorrow tomorrow. I, I couldn't agree more. If it, if, it, if it fails miserably, okay, whatever. If it's a roaring success and Dion goes on to another job, okay. I mean, that's that's okay, what too. What are you risking? Yeah. yeah, what are you risking? I, how about that? I, I have laughed at some of the highlights. There's been a lot of good back and forth between Nebraska Twitter, Colorado Twitter, yeah. some of the highlights of – you know, who is it? Travis Hunter, like burning a DB that looks like he's that guy was like three foot four. <laughs> and so there's been they've, they've kind of played into the miniature buffaloes out there, which has been funny. Of course, PTI took a, a topic of rule, I guess, making a jab at Dion. There's are I mean, you can feel it. You can feel, you feel it going. This is a big rivalry. This is a big rivalry. This is a big deal. What do you think, Frank? All right, baby. <laughs> All right, baby. Well said, Frank. For hundred for ninety nine ninety nine, you can get more of this in Major League Cold Calls. <laughs> Again, I don't know how we stumbled onto Major League Cold Calls. That sounds like the worst book. I don't know. I think it sounds amazing. I want to play this. Someone said, I think it was Dan Beavers who retweeted this from Michael Severe. <laughs> who had a recap. Severe's amazing because he can recall. His recall is amazing. Right. He'll just put, you know, the, all right, game just ended. Put the phone up. All right, I'm ready to go. Let's go. And he'll just go two minutes. Well, they did this, they did that, yeah. they did this, they did that. I, I yeah, can't it, remember. It, 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 was, it, it, it was second and three, and they went trips right. They, they motioned in a slide <laughs> receiver. He came in. They ran an inside reverse with a trap. The block did not get made in a, in a left tackle, so they had third and four, and then he, they called a timeout, and then they went to commercial, and then they came back, and they went to the commercial. You're listening to the Michael Severe recaps. Okay. That might be the best recap. Would you, would you listen to the Michael Severe? How about this? Should the Husker Radio Network pick up the Michael Severe recap? That's the way to do it. All right, I'll put that on Twitter. But I believe he did the guessing game where he already knew the stat. Oh, Michael! Overall, for game-wise, Jeff Sims had a nice day. At one point, he was 8 of 10 for about 138 yards, somewhere in there. Michael. Michael, don't try to fake it. You had the stats right. If you would have said about 130 yards right right around. 140 or whatever. 138. You you cannot. Guys, how many times are you going to talk about this? If you're going to use the word about, you cannot use an exact number. you got to use 130, 140, whatever, okay? Michael, go to your room. Okay? Go to your room. You're grounded. Why do we know this? Because we've played it before. What Sipple said about not knowing the stats. He wasn't fooling anyone when he did this. Yeah, he's only a sophomore. I mean, he's yeah. a sophomore who made 44 catches, I think, for 747 yards. <laughs> Sip. Every time I listen to Sip on the radio, he kind of leads the nation in that. I think it was 3.1 yards per carry in the second quarter in that game. It's like, okay. 
you know, between his first and his third and his ninth runs, if you combine them, it was somewhere around 3.28524. He was 8 of 10 for about 138 yards, somewhere in there. When you combine a blooming onion and a Chili's fajitas platter, it costs about $19, and I think it's 24 cents. Chili's. Why does he get roped into Applebee's? He loves chain restaurants. Those are his favorite. Those are his favorite. You know, we're going to go up to Madison this year. Really want a taste of the town. They have an Applebee's. (laughs) State College have anything they're known for? Is there a Jimmy John's? (laughs) We're not even exaggerating. We're not exaggerating here. Can't wait to get to West Lafayette so I can check out one of their homegrown favorites, the Macaroni Grill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Oh, Lordy. So good. Michael Severe. Shouts out to him. Love him. Shouts out. Love him to Uh, death. Put the the Nemhard thing to bed, going to Gonzaga. Yeah, how about that? Um, You... You babied him all the way to Gonzaga. I did. What's going on, baby? <laughs> Gonzaga. <laughs> you you zigged him all the way to the Zags. I, I mean, did. Really I zigged happened. him all the way to the Zags. That's exactly that's exactly what happened. So. I'll put it on the poll. Did Nick Baugh zig Nemhard all the way to the Zags? Yeah, Nemhard, Gonzaga, it's happening. But they picked up a uh, point guard from uh, Utah, Utah State, State for boy, and for he, about $2.8 million. Yeah, 2.8 mil. <laughs> but homeboy got a wet one. Okay, all right. His NIL deal is with wet ones. <laughs> okay, that's, I don't believe. Hi, I'm Stephen Ashworth. I have a wet one. And if you need a wet one for your little one, <laughs> I suggest wet ones. That boy wet. Frank, what do you think of wet ones? All right, baby. Tyler, what do you think? I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick, yeah! Chicken Nick, yeah! Chicken Nick Show, yeah! Here we go! Yeah! 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 Yes! <laughs> <laughs> A Huda Media Production.